0: Looks like I picked the wrong day to stop listening to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast.
1: Reflux Capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. Stations. Scanning for Airplane. 1980. <laughs> Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. You. Whoa. Welcome,
2: Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 years ago. Uh, I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul the master interrupter, up to powers out. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, are you nervous? Uh, yes. First time? No, I've been nervous lots of times. All right. Also, for this discussion of the film Airplane, we welcome aboard for the first time, uh, maybe he's also nervous, too, a Star Trek DS9 analyst, a fan of video games and amateur astron- astronomer, Eric Olson, a.k.a. D. Tungsten. Welcome, D. Tungsten. Hello. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here as well. Uh, in addition to Eric, we have back aboard a collector of all the VHSs, like all of them. You think your VHS is safe? No. He will have it soon enough. Uh, he's also a former podcast editor and, considered by many, David Bobke, a.k.a. That's our Bobbo. Hey, Bobbo.
3: Hello, and I just want to tell you both, good luck. We're all counting on you. Thank
2: you. <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> I hope to hear
2: that more than once. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now that you all have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Airplane?
4: Okay. Hold on. But to your, I was about to say, hold on to your seats and buckle them up. I don't know. Put your tray in your upright position. We're about to take off because Airplane was released July 2nd, 1980. Runs an hour and 28 minutes and is rated PG. Really? Interesting. It was uh, written and directed by J.J. Uh, J. Abrams. Sorry. What? No, that's Jim Abrahams. <laughs> and also with the help of Mark Zuckerberg. No, wait, that's David oh and Jerry Zucker, with lead stars being Robert Hayes, Julie Haggerty, and Leslie Nielsen. The The music was composed by Elmer Bernstein. All
2: right, so are you ready for the box office trivia game? I am ready. Uh, Bobbo DeTungsten, are you guys ready?
1: Yeah! All
2: yeah. Right, and then, chat, feel free to join in with this. Go ahead, Paul. All right, Airplane was made for about $3.5
4: million, and earned over 170 million dollars at the box office. Whoa. According to lot. some sources, other sources claim only 83 million. But I blame Mad Dog Tanning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: guess that's still more than it's how
1: much. It
4: it's way it's more. more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, given the fact that this was released theatrically in 1980, how high do you think it ranks among the other theatrical movies in the box office? We'll do top 50.
2: Top. 50 movies. Okay, let's start with Baba. Where do you think it is? 42?
3: I 70? want to say 42, but I know it's probably higher than that. So I'm going to say I'll say 4. I thought he was wow. going to say 42. <laughs> <laughs> it's just,
0: is this profit or gross? Uh,
4: this I is gross. Uh, how much it made, not, not counting so gross. Yeah, gross. Okay. Um, and not inflated. Right, right, right. Unlike Otto. Well, it's just versus it's well,
2: just um,
0: versus all the other movies that year.
2: Right. Yes, exactly, exactly. So so it
0: doesn't I matter. I will anymore. tell
2: you
4: that Empire Strikes Back was number 1 that year.
0: Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I I knew that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I knew take it was that, away that year. What? No, Who that's all right. That? That's all right. Um yeah, so I know it's not number 1. Um but it's it's got to be up there. Yeah. I, I'll just say
1: Six. Six. Okay.
2: <clears throat> uh, let's see. In chat, we have several guesses, all pretty high, also. Uh, we have uh, NLcast, uh, or also that's the ratio. Uh, James says 17. OWASP says 14. Cellcast says 12. Uh, Redeemed Otaku says 19. Uh, and I'm actually going to, this is a uh, domestic, I think, OWASP. I'm going to worldwide. Much- oh, never mind. It's worldwide, international. What yeah. do I know? I'm gonna lowball it and actually say, I'm gonna say 37. I feel like other movies may have probably made more, so I'm saying 37. What is the final uh, tally, Paul, or where did it end up in the final in the top 15? Number four. Dang it! So wow.
0: Thompson,
2: Uh Bobo actually. Bobo. Yeah, Bobo,
0: Bobo had five. Oh, he beat oh. you by
4: one. Or four. No, he had
2: four. No, he had four. Yeah, I wrote down four. Did he? Well, shows what
4: I know. I wasn't paying attention to people's (laughs) answers. Well, he said four, and you thought he was going to say 42.
0: That's
2: right. That's right. That's right. How could I
4: forget? This old age is coming
2: back. All right, here we go. I agree. I agree, James. It is crazy. Right, Regime? Number four in 1980. All righty. Well, good job, airplane. And thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory, mind meld, or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get into once Alice has located our target film.
1: Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spillers are coming. Establishing analysis vector.
4: Nielsen and Robert Hayes had an all-star cast that take off on a hilarious flight.
2: Watch out for Airplane. Yes, watch out for Airplane. Uh, But you should really watch out for our memories of Airplane, because who knows how accurate these are going to be. But we merge them all together to give you our memory mind-mode synopsis, which is, in the midst of the great Girl Scout War, former fighter pilot Ted... Learns he's about to lose the love of his life, Elaine. He's determined to get over his PTSD and board the passenger plane she works on to try to win her back. Everyone on the airline flight comes down with food poisoning if they ate fish. Can't get past my drinking problem. Pilot who can't fly anymore is recruited to surely be their only hope. Uh, Ted deals with a, sin- with a sick flight crew, bad weather, and a brief encounter with Shirley before landing kind of safely in Chicago. I picked the wrong time to quit sniffing glue. Or doing cocaine. (laughs) I feel like that's a holdover from someone. The plane lands, (laughs) but there is still an unsolved mystery as to why the fish was poisoned. And there's multiple unsolved mysteries. I'll say, Mm. Uh, but based on those memories, uh, I would say that yeah, I'd say pretty much all that was right. I can't think of anything that was off. Yeah, so I guess no deception this time, which is quite surprising. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, based on those memories, which apparently were completely accurate, what rating did they lead us to predict bu- uh, for this film, Airplane, before we rewatched it? So, classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh Let's start with uh, D. Tungsten. What was your prediction before you uh, sat down to rewatch it? My
3: prediction was classic. Classic. Uh, how about you, Bobo? I said classic as well. All right, Paul, how about you?
4: Um, knowing that this is a comedy and it's uh, chocked full of jokes, uh, not everybody finds comedy all that, um, you know, the same. So I predicted Nostalgic. Nostalgic?
2: I predicted Classic as well. I remember really enjoying this movie every time I've seen I've seen several, maybe a handful of times, probably not that much, but I remember always liking it, so I predicted Classic. <clears throat> and it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about airplane. Let's spin up our
3: best three. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor?
2: Yep, exactly that. Though so it's going to be just the best two. So, uh, one thing we liked in there are classic makers. And let's start again with D. Tungsten as our newest guest. What's something you liked about airplane? Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: do number three and number two then.
2: Ooh,
4: okay.
0: Okay. Um number 3 is and I think Francisco will like this is you know there's actually a a real story in this. It's not just mm. skits right? and things.
2: Right? Um, mm. oh it's yeah. It's so much better than some it, other movie.
0: You know, it's a silly story because it's a comedy but it's, oh, yeah. it it actually has a story.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. I very much uh, I approve of this. I'm glad yeah. you're here to make That's cuz they
1: stole it. Tungsten. <laughs>
2: so what's the movie that this is based on like zero Zero hour
4: yeah Ah, so basically they they saw the movie and then they basically copied it and then they bought the rights to it so they can make the film for (laughs) (laughs) it's brilliant
2: yeah so is is it kind of like how scary movie was a ripoff of pretty much mainly scream some other things but mainly scream
4: Mm, I, I no because it's 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 more of a rip. This is more of a rip off. Oh, there
3: is man, some right. stuff they directly stole from Zero Hour. Right. Oh. All right, yeah. fair enough. Fair
2: enough. Have any of you seen Zero Hour? I have not. I, um, have, not. I, I have.
4: It's it's been a while. Sadly, so it's, I couldn't a... find a copy yeah it's it's definitely slower paced <laughs> okay and and if and if you've seen any of the airport movies uh that they, they've also took from there um that's also those are all more serious. It's all basically the same kind of plot but um it's yeah, like a it's,
2: disaster movie in the air right no oh, I wouldn't
4: well. say it's a quote unquote good disaster movie in the air <laughs> but it's it's taking the same premise but making
2: it serious got it okay. Uh, let's go to Bobo next. What's something you enjoyed? Was it the, that this was, it, for it being a comedy, it was still a cohesive story? Or was it something else And something else about it you liked?
3: It's tough to actually pick between my classic maker and my other like, but uh, I've got this one second, so this will be my my first like. It's the cast. The mm-hmm. casting of this movie was just sheer brilliance to have a comedy that is as ridiculous as this is, and to go completely straight with it. Yes. Uh, between Robert Hayes and Leslie Nielsen, who was only known for doing straightforward roles. Mm-hmm. Right. Serious stuff really to that this point. point. This really revolutionized his career. Peter mm-hmm. Graves and Robert Stack and Julie Haggerty, who I guess this was her first movie? Oh, really? And I think I read that somewhere. That's oh, interesting, because she... TV.
4: She beat out um, Shelley Long and Sigourney Weaver for this role. Mm
2: -hmm. Really? Yeah, and she's brilliant. We preferred Sigourney Weaver, but okay, that's cool. (laughs) No, it it is. I I read IMDb trivia that sort of speaks to exactly what you said, uh, Bobo. That apparently they casted uh, actors that had only been like just in non comedies before because they felt like that straight man's sensibility would play way better in a comedy. And I, I feel like, yeah, for the most part, that's well, that's pretty true.
4: And the directors in the commentary said <laughs> that uh, they found those serious actors more funny than the comedians at that time.
3: That's it <laughs> right there.
4: <laughs>
3: I
2: wonder what comedians would they would have thought of at that time.
4: Well, I, I was thinking like the original cast of Saturday Night Live with Chevy Chase uh, and um, yeah, Bill okay. Murray and
2: all that. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Okay, got it. Well, that kind of goes into the thing I liked, uh, which is I I feel like this movie does a good job at being funny in a broad range of comedy Mm -hmm. from there's I mean, there's slapstick, there's uh, sort of reverse expectation, reversing your expectations, puns, innuendo, uh, through lines, like and several like several uh, uh, callbacks, like lots of different variety of comedy that I feel like this does uh, on the whole. well. There's one element that I would not agree they do well, but. So the there's something
4: idea. in there for everybody. It's like, yeah, you exactly. may not like yeah. all the jokes, exactly. but you're right. going to like some of them.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Paul, what's a good point you have about what you liked?
4: I really enjoyed seeing the cameos, at least the people that I recognized, like Kareem Abdul Jabbar oh. and mm-hmm. yes. Mrs. Beaver
3: in there. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Who? Cleaver. Barbara Billingsley.
4: Leave it Ooh. to Beaver's mom.
3: Yeah. Excuse me, stewardess. I speak jive.
4: Yeah. And it's the old lady speaking to the guys, the two guys. Anyway, like, I, the people that I recognize. Not that oh, everybody okay. recognized. There are some people in there, like, I'm sure, like, I, I was like, okay, that's supposed to be somebody, but I don't recognize who they are. But the people mm-hmm. that I did, I enjoyed seeing them.
3: Got it. Chump don't yeah. want no help. Chump don't get the help. That was, yep.
2: I, I still enjoy that part. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse stewardess. I speak jive. <laughs> so silly. Um... The fun yeah, part is is the translation is actually
0: mostly accurate. Yeah,
2: well, was that an actual thing? I remember Ebonics. Yeah. back in the seventies, that was yes, even was, more popular. Yeah. yeah, it's it's oh, it's wow. kind of like
0: um, some of it's like when you go to like a short order cook and they have special things for saying mm-hmm,
2: stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like that.
4: Uh, okay. Remember when bonix used to be more popular of a thing? It's kind of like that.
2: Well, that's yeah, what I, that, just, yeah. said, I <laughs> oh, just said, Paul. Oh, sorry. It. I wasn't Idiot. listening to you. Just everyone else. <laughs> why, why would you? I mean, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> uh, Okay. Awesome, guys. Well, then that leaves our classic makers. What did we love most about Airplane? I mean, was it the the constant sweat from Robert Hayes? Was it the, the fish and bones? I mean, who Who knows? I mean, let's solve this mystery about what our favorite things about this movie were. Let's start with Paul this time.
4: Uh, basically, what you said, Francisco, was the jokes, is that uh, if if you want to watch a comedy, um, this, like, like I said, it, it, it'll have something in there that'll make you laugh. Not everything in there will, and you may be offended by some of it, but mm. there'll be something in there that'll make you laugh.
2: <laughs> exactly. So if you're, humor. if you're looking to waste an hour and a half looking for at least one laugh. You, you got this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what you recommended.
4: Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's basically what I said. Yeah, let's go to Bavo next.
3: Yeah, same thing. It's the comedy. I love the variety of comedic uh, mm-hmm. things they do here. The uh, I love miscommunication humor. Yeah, so, yes, like yes, that, yes. It's like a very that scene. brief scene, but the one with uh, Leslie Nielsen and Peter Graves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's maybe 20 seconds 30 seconds at most but i just i could watch that scene for an hour over, and over. <laughs> awesome. just just miscommunication the callback all that the different styles you already talked about yes love it awesome awesome. Dolly,
4: yeah <laughs> leslie nielsen blue. really stole his scenes
2: well okay fine you know what fine just call out my classic maker paul Jeez. you're welcome stealing my thunder
4: <laughs> you stole mine i stole yours a fair point
2: I, yeah, he loves Leslie Nielsen was just definitely the standout for me. I felt like he had the best comedic moments. Like you said, the one with Pierre graves. I felt like all the don't call me, don't call me Shirley" is just like <laughs> such, such a thing in like comedic zeitgeist and such a thing mm-hmm. in pop culture. And I think because of the way he delivered it, um, there's just so much. I, I, the moment where he, he's giving a, a, uh, 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 OBGYN exam, I guess we'll say. It's like, what's going on up (laughs) there? That was just (laughs) so
1: ridiculous. Unexpected. uh, Unexpected.
2: I I just, stuff like that, I I felt like he did such an amazing job with. So I really, I really enjoyed him. Uh, Let's go to, then I guess that leaves D. Tungsten. What was the thing you loved most about Airplane?
0: Well, I was going to go with the Don't Call Me Shirley, but I knew someone else was going to say it. Uh, So, um, it looks like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. That whole that whole bit, like the, Lloyd like Bridges the callback, everything. Yes. It was yeah. I remember liking that, like you know, when I watched it back in the day, and I just remember yes. it just gets funnier and funnier. And he's like on the ceiling and every you know <laughs> with the, sniffing the glue and everything. And I'm just I'm just just I was on the floor I think laughing. You know, in the living room when I was watching it the first time because yes. I was like 13, you know, so it's the nice. funniest thing ever. You know, yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, guys. Oh, man, uh, this is fun reminiscing about the things we liked. And. Oh, there's something else I like. Mm-hmm. I, I... You sound disappointed like you don't no, like it that much.
3: <laughs> did you forget <laughs> I mean, something, Francisco?
2: I'm disappointed in myself. For forgetting oh. things. That's what Don't
4: is. be that hard on yourself.
3: You're old yeah. like me. <laughs> Probably that second cup of coffee, yet. Yeah. <laughs> Surely you jest. Okay.
2: You know what? Let me just get out the thing I like, guys. How about that? Helix reviews. David Arrington is the host of the Helix Reviews podcast. In every episode, he breaks down what he does and doesn't like about the movies, video games, and comics he's reviewing, and also discusses the themes, messages, and ideas they portray. You can find Helix Reviews on your favorite podcast catcher or at helixreviews.blogspot.com.
4: That's great. But what does that have to do with Airplane? Uh, Well,
2: Airplane's a movie, and he covers movies. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Let's pull up some Cisco and Ebert. <laughs> All right, fine. It was the, probably my worst tie in, Paul. All right, fine. How about let me let me let me. No, it wasn't. Qu- <laughs>
3: <laughs> so close. You want out the ship, Bobbo? Because there's the escape hatch right there. I was wondering why I'm sitting next to the airlock. <laughs> well,
2: because. You're, you said you're more comfortable with like having the leg room of it, so you know, just like on airplanes, you get more leg room, and if you're near the emergency exit. Regardless, let's talk about some trivia about airplane. Would that make you all happy? Yeah. Okay, good. Let's talk about airplane. Apparently, Paul's speaking for everyone. Did you all realize that? for the argument between the announcers concerning the white zone and the red zone at the airport in the very beginning of the film, the producers hired the same voice artists who had made the real world announcements at uh, Los Angeles international airport LAX for those that know. Mm. Um, And they're also married to each other in real life. Or I mean, I imagine they may have passed away by now, but so they were married to each other. Um, Given that, if you could choose to voice, do a voiceover for some business or government agency, which would you choose and what would you want to say for it? So let's start with Babo.
3: I'm thinking I'd want maybe the CIA. Um, primarily for the phone lines. If you ever call them, you, know, no, you gotta put them on hold. <laughs> you gotta put them on hold and just say, like, you know, hey, please hold. Just remember if you do hang up, we know where you are and we'll call you back when we're ready for you. No, no, just kidding. Just kidding.
2: No. Nice. I like it. Oh goodness. Um or like just hang on the phone so we can see where you are. I mean so that we can get to you in a timely manner. Um Have a that's seat. A get
3: comfy. Me. No, not there. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: No with a white phone. Wow. <laughs> uh D-Tunson, how about yourself? Um
0: well, similarly, like I was thinking I would do I would do NASA, and I would say, you know, we fake the moon landings, because <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think that would be really really funny. Yes, yeah. I think it would not be. that I actually think that they fake moon landings, but uh-huh. wink, so, <laughs> uh huh, wink wink. No, I would. I mean, I just gotta say that because you know i wouldn't do it for real because
4: you're 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 stuck either way no there's no getting out of it
2: well i mean we all know that they couldn't have faked it because i mean the moon landing is the clearest evidence that we're living on a flat earth i mean when they took that picture there you go it's this (laughs) flat circle obviously yeah yeah okay (laughs) paul how about you i think that'd be funny that that would be funny i agree
4: um so the government part sticks in my mind as well and since i don't do voiceover we're in the realm of fantasy i'd like to do a a voice i'd like to be able to mimic the voice of um nicholas cage and then i would be um you know at when you go to washington dc i would be right where you could see the Declaration of Independence, and I would be like, I'm more of a Constitution protector, and tell, and I would be telling the history of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. And just nice. using his voice, or or maybe they would have like a, an animated show or or a hologram or just in the future. You press a button, by yeah, it it gives like a recording. Yeah. So I think yeah. that would be fun yeah. to do. I mean, it would be better if he did it, but you know, if since we're in the realm of fantasy, I think that would be fun.
2: That would be fun. Awesome. Uh, we have a uh, one from. Uh, we have a couple from our our Twitch or uh, chat. Uh, Redeemed Otaku says a skyscraper elevator operator would be for her, and my line would be. Hold on to your butts. (laughs) Let's move this elevator. Exactly. And then uh, Owaz says, a PSA for the IRS. All right. There you go. Uh,
4: We're coming after you. The more you know. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Well, awesome, guys. Thank you so much for, uh, for just sharing those funny things you would do.
4: Great trivia, Francisco. And I have the answer to our
2: audience's previous question, which again was, uh, oh, Paul, before you get into uh, the, that question of what the last audience question was, uh, Bobo did clarify what he would want his voiceover for the IRS to say. He, he would say, we are refunding all your money and closing our doors. Sorry for stealing your money. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Don't think a government can work that way, but that'd be nice. And yes, if if only.
3: It doesn't work anyway.
4: Oh. oh, good point. So Burn. let's get on to our trivia question before <laughs> they shut our doors down. <laughs> oh, wow. Which uh, our last audience question, which again was, uh, which iteration of Batman is your favorite? We got a couple answered and, oh, sorry. Answers. Yeah.
2: That's my typo. Sorry. Edna mode. That real quick. I should have just let it go because I could have edited it out. But no, I went. to uh, d- 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 It's another Edna.
4: (laughs) Brilliant. We got a couple of answers, and though we appreciate getting one from Drew Doggin, Bobbo wins with his answer, and he says, do you remember what you said, Bobbo?
3: I don't think I said anything. I think I typed it.
4: All right. Well, you typed, my favorite Batman iteration of the ones I've seen is probably Michael Keaton. Could be serious. Could be a little uh, kitsch. I don't don't know what that word is because um, I have a fourth grade reading level. And he goes on to say, (laughs) or you go on to say, he could be whatever type of Batman was asked of him. That's true. He can go crazy or serious or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. So now here is this episode's listener question.
2: What is your favorite airplane? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, send your answers for what's your favorite airplane. Uh, like airplane to... movie? Like airplane No, just the type airplane. of airplane. It could okay. Be uh, Aeroplane. Airbus. It could be uh, Boeing Snoopy 737. Snoopy fighting the Red Baron. It could be SR-71, F-14, whatever. It could be anything. Yeah, it could be the Red Baron, <laughs> triplane, whatever that's called. You choose. What is your favorite airplane? Send your answers to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com by the time we record our next episode, which usually gives you a week and a couple days. If you're listening to this on the day it drops as a podcast, if you're watching live, you have definitely more time than that. But uh, now that we have all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Airplane. Uh, Kevin Joshua Burnham opens this up by saying, I remembered wanting to review this with you guys, and it's old enough. What's what's going on, e- emoji? So uh, a reminder to Kevin and anyone else who would like to possibly guest host on the show, Ooh. please You have to be a part of our discord to go to retro rewind podcast.com slash discord to join it. And whenever we have a new block of movies that we're going to cover, then we will open it up and say, "Okay, uh, if you'd like to guest on this, then react to this post with whatever emoji aligns with the movie. I just pick out emojis that make sense with the given movie or game and then or probably just movies. And then you can react to the ones you want to be a guest on. Then I do some calculus to figure out who gets to be on what. And did I hear how...
1: calculus? Uh, no, you didn't!
2: Uh, <laughs> that's how, for instance, uh, Bobbo and Detunson were on, because they did that process, and that's why they're here today. So you dropped nice. the restraining order. Oh, my word. So, Kevin, uh, I think you're on our Discord, but in case... For you and for anyone else, in case you're not, that's how you can be a guest or possibly check all the boxes. Exactly.
4: All right. So Reed Benson uh, goes to say about the movie Airplane, not about getting onto the show, but (laughs) he says, I saw it well after it was already well known. I liked it for the most part, but some of it was surprisingly risque. I got to tell you, I think this is the first time I've seen the non-networked viewing Mm. (laughs) showing of this movie because I I, I was shocked by apparently stuff that I don't remember ever seeing. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Michael Withers says, and don't call me Shirley. Yeah, Drew Dodgen says, this is the, what? It sounds like you're saying Drew Doggin, but yeah, it is Dodgen. Just. Making sure you're All right. That dodge it. that one. All right. He
4: says the best joke in the film that very few people get. The sound effects for the jet engines are the sounds of a propeller driven plane. Also, I've seen Zero Hour, which this movie adapts the script of, which is a lot more serious. It's interesting to see how much context changes the feel of the movie, even when they are saying ex- the exact same lines for most of the movies.
2: Mm hmm. That is interesting. Plus, I mean, it's similar to if you've ever seen um, the fan or YouTube made, uh, someone took the trailer or the clips from Mary Poppins and made it into like a horror movie called Scary Poppins. Yeah. And just because of the way they cut it and the, the music they use, it's just interesting how you can completely change the tone of something. Becky Smith, also known as Redeemed Otaku, says the stewardess singing to that poor sick child and unplugging her IV—it kills me every time. I you know it's you know funny. It definitely gets a reaction out of me. Yeah, I for whatever reason I love that woman's voice. I forget the actress's name, but she just does such a—I don't know if the it's singing? her actually singing. Yeah. Oh. I just, I just that. And something about that song, I, I this is the only place I've ever heard it. I really enjoy it. it, is, it oh, is
4: funny. When I, I
2: really like, couldn't tell because I was watching the
4: girl and I was going like, "Oh no, she's!" Oh, and then she was making that stupid fish face, w- w- yeah, which helped. That, yeah, I yeah. Know, yeah, I didn't like that.
2: I was like why was she even
4: making that? But you? it was funny. But yeah. yeah,
0: it was. It was. I read it in the credits. It was written by Peter Yarrow of, uh, I believe he was of Peter Paul and Mary.
4: Yeah. Oh, cool. so, Okay, okay,
0: I can see yeah. that.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, Stanley Wright says, I remember watching this with my daddy. We loved this type of humor. I'm calling it a classic a
2: little early. All right. Fair enough, Stanley. And Alex Ortiz ends by saying, "Okay, so we all know and love the joke. I take my coffee black like my men. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the reaction shot of the little boy and the blood instantly draining from his face Filling with insecurities will always be funny to me. Yes, indeed, Alex. And uh, Alex's comment leads us right into the things we didn't like about Airplane. You know, maybe filling Airplane with insecurities about what we're about to say about it. So let's bring up our... Worst three. Worst three things about Airplane.
1: Uh, uh
3: I'm going two. to
2: start with this one. For Thank you, Paul. Yeah, the, our worst two
3: things. If I may, before you start, go for I just, it. Bob. I just want to tell you both good luck. are yes. all. Coming. Oh, thank,
2: you. <laughs> thank you. I surely I thought you were serious then. <laughs> so the the thing that I didn't like, and this is, I maybe I'm I'm starting this off because I feel like you guys will be able to instantly tell me, oh no, this is the reason behind that. But we're talking about how some of the things are unexplained before. Oh who? no, you're looking for ex- explanations yes. in this movie? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh so, no. Do you guys remember there's this woman that she gets a call to wake up to go to the airport and she like there's a horse in bed with her. Yeah, the, she, the pilot's yeah. wife. Yeah, That's the pilot's wife. Yes. Okay, I didn't get that. I didn't know who it was and why was she?
4: Hey, hey old man, are you watching with subtitles
2: on like I told you to? Is this when you fell asleep? I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> no, I just did not. Re- I didn't catch that. That's the pilot's wife. Okay, yeah. Thank you. The pilot that had passed yeah. out from eating chicken. Yeah. Or or fish. Fish, fish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So see, I knew it was gonna be something very explainable. I, I just but I went the whole movie wondering, who are you? Why do you care uh, so much?
4: I I know this is frustrating, Francisco, but it's probably I got
2: picked the wrong week. We're smoking. <laughs> I don't smoke, Paul. All right. So let's go to someone who probably has a well, much more. You definitely subs- picked the wrong week then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a much more substantial dislike. Let's go to d What's something you didn't like about it? Airplane?
0: The thing that I didn't like, especially watching it now, was um, uh, when, they, when they said smoking or not, and I was mm-hmm. just like, just remembering when used to smoke on airplanes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't because I was a kid, but, and just how gross that was.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Even in the non-smoking section, you can still smell it. It wasn't as bad. Yeah, Yeah. But it's,
0: I mean, it's not, it's not like a restaurant. I mean, restaurants were like that too. Yeah. But all that air is recycled, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think actually, no, I think they do actually pull that from outside, but it's, it's tiny. It's a tiny little enclosed, space yeah, where stuff, know. you know.
2: Though I did like the joke that his ticket is smoking. That was yeah. hilarious. Was
0: yes. Yeah. The yeah. joke was funny, but I was just I was just reminded of that. So it wasn't mm. really inherent in the movie. It's just like, oh yeah, I remember when that was the thing and I was just like
2: you. <laughs> and that's fair. Oh does mention that they run the air through filters, so I guess that's yeah. something they I do feel like but you could still smell it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you they, can yeah.
0: it's a tiny Space enclosed especially space. If you, exactly. Yeah,
4: especially if you have that cig of weed.
2: Oh my gosh! Wow, is that a rush hour callback? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or if, or if you're like, you
0: know, right next to the smoking section. Yeah, yeah. The closer you
2: are, yeah, exactly. It oh, a way lot anything. says that was more of a joke than serious. Well, now you're just giving us fake news. What do we believe,
4: Because oh, get it, there's filters in the cigarettes. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: okay,
2: let's move on to yeah. Babo. What's something you didn't like about airplane?
3: Well, I I have to give somewhat of a controversial take, potentially. Okay, but potentially, uh, yeah, because um, I mean there were a f- couple things about this film that had the fish, shall we say? And <laughs> one of them, <laughs> pause for reaction. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I. I didn't hate everything about the character of Johnny, but about half of his jokes were more distracting from the rest of the movie to me. Was he
2: the flat one? one? Yes. 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 Okay. Thank yeah, he we was the Johnny Big Tree
3: yes. Rapunzel. Yes. Yes. That guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the stuff totally worked fine for me, and some yes. of it I thought was a little too showy and just... Yeah. Not I mean, as good as really the rest good. of the movie, basically, which is a high bar, but...
2: I totally, I totally agree. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he had some real good hits, but when he missed it missed. So yeah. uh, I can totally see that. Uh, let's see. Let then I guess at least Paul was, was Johnny or another one of the characters, someone that you didn't care for? I
4: Anybody thought he was like?
2: fine. He, he he tried
4: a little too hard, but uh
1: like that the wrong week to Uh the
4: main The main guy, Robert Hayes, as Ted Stryker, I thought would have been better with a more comedic person in that role, even though that they, I know they, they, they purposely hired, you know, straight men for this. That was their vision. But I thought, I I think it would have been better having somebody who had more comedic chops as the main guy. I mean, he doesn't have to be like, I understand he doesn't have to be telling all the jokes or anything, but I just found him a little too
2: stiff for my liking for a comedy.
4: Uh,
3: yeah.
2: I, I part of me wonders, mm-hmm. and Bobo, detox, feel free to add to this. I almost wonder if it's more the editing because it seemed like they just held on him or waited for his reaction a bit long, like they could have cut it to his reaction a bit faster. And I wonder if that had more to do it because I did feel like at times, like, you're gonna say something, you're gonna react to this, you're just, I'm waiting for you, we're waiting. Well, that um, so, might be yeah
4: more in the editing of, of today's audience is, is we're, we're used to more fast pace. But mm-hmm. I think just overall, it, it would have been nice to as the main guy, he's the yep. main guy for a comedy. And I understand, you know, he doesn't he's reacting or a lot of the things are, are jokes around him. So you build the story around him. Mm hmm. But it would have been, like I said, he's a little too straight and narrow for my...
2: I could see that. Yeah. Any Anyone... I have an idea for who I'd cast. Uh, Don Knotts. Like in... No. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> way too wacky. Okay. That. Yeah. But do you have a serious, like, who you would recast, possibly? No, I haven't really thought that much about it, no. What, okay. What would... uh, for me... I think Tom Hanks would do a good job in this. Back role.
4: then, I thought of that, that, but he was still a TV star. I don't even know if he started *Bosom Buddies* by 1980. Oh, really? yet. Yeah, it's uh, okay.
2: 1980. Okay, then maybe but, he would have been a bit too young. But, okay.
4: but yeah, he would have been a better choice. Just mm. what we know of Tom Hanks, a younger Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh,
2: I know Kirk Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Spartacus. Okay. Uh, Then, with that out of the way, that leaves our tragic makers, the things we hated most about Airplane, the things we just wanted to see crash and burn about this movie. Let's go to Bobbo. What did you hate most about Airplane,
3: Bobbo? I'm not the most prude person in the world, but there Mm -hmm. were a few too many naughty jokes, I thought, of Mm -hmm. this. There, Mm -hmm. a, a lot of those kinds of jokes were very easy jokes that I think they could have replaced a few of them with something mm-hmm. a little smarter, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying remove them all necessarily. I thought some of them were still really funny even if I thought they were a little a little gross or whatever, but yeah. I, I think some of them work, but again it's just some of them kind of missed for me. You guys could do something better than it's like I picked the wrong week with amphetamines.
2: Wow. So, Baba, I'm right there with you. That's pretty much verbatim my tragic maker as well. The only thing I, I'd say is that, um, for of the sexual humor in this, yeah, like you said, there was were some things that were funny, but I felt like for the most part, the like because I don't mind sexual humor if it is funny, but I feel like most of it in here was the the funny didn't out pay or uh didn't over out outdo outweigh the grossness of it like the mm-hmm. the uh, i i maybe this is just me being more and more uh getting crotchy and old but like the the abortion joke at the beginning i thought i was like oh i that, why are we starting the movie off with that yeah and that's then,
4: actually taken from one of the earlier films that they
2: <laughs> oh really yeah like, The the unwanted like child zero hour or something
4: yeah one of it's either zero hour or um airport i forget but that the was... announcers talk about that well no but there are characters that do yeah
2: oh okay then i could see it being a spoof of that yeah. that makes that makes a bit more sense having that context but regardless but it's that, surprising still... that that was one of the lines <laughs> yeah <that> we, yeah. <laughs> they yeah um yeah just and so uh, for the majority most of them like that were i could see that they're going for humor But the the, I'll say the grossness of it sort of outweighed the humor that otherwise there would have been. So if if you if you're gonna go for that, fine, make it super funny, super tight, super uh um just like a really sharp witted joke. But for the most part I feel like most of these were not for what they were trying to do. So uh let's go to D. Tungsten. Was it the same thing? Are we gonna have a Yeah, it was it was basically the same
0: the same thing, but I, I gotta I got a specific one that 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 Mm -hmm. that was the um, the reinflating of the autopilot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just see
0: see when I first saw that
1: so much, but okay. Well, when
2: I first saw it, I didn't get the joke. Yeah, me too, me too. There's so (laughs) much of that. So now when I see it,
0: I'm like, oh yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know. So Mm. it kind of. Just that one. The rest of it's fine. I love the bit okay. at the end, like where he winks, you know, because he's got the girlfriend. And
2: yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I, but I, I, but yeah, yeah, that one, that one got me. And I didn't remember the abortion joke at all. Oh, okay. Like so, when I saw that a new for the first time, I was like, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. What, exactly. What was that? And then um the other thing I I actually didn't catch was the 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 newsstand. I didn't, I didn't remember that before. Oh my before. gosh, Yeah, That geez, I thought was so funny mean. though. I actually liked yeah. that.
2: Yeah, it was very subtle. But it was yeah, I liked over that. the,
0: it yeah, it was subtle. It was over the top if you actually were paying attention.
2: Exactly,
1: yeah. Because there yes. was, yes. yeah.
2: Oh, but, that's another thing. Peter Graves, uh, his character's pedophilia. I was like, oh,
3: yeah. just stop, just stop, please. That was, please. Uh, yeah, that was, that that was a me. for me. That was so ridiculous. I had I didn't have a problem. Was a, all
2: right, I mean that's fine. That was he fine. kept We're his getting, pants that's, on. I mean, you know, I, that's yeah. true.
0: I mean, you know what? That that is one that I used to think was really really funny, and then now it's like it's less funny as I watch mm-hmm. it now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like I said, it's sort of a a, a balance. If it's yeah, a, and, and I think it just depends on. Where you are in life, how different humor hits yes. you in different ways. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. So where you are in
4: life, Francisco, do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> oh my gosh,
1: <laughs>
2: I like gladiator. I don't know yeah. if I like gladiator movies. <laughs> wow. Have you ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> no. I mean, I saw a Turkish prison prison in uh, Robin Hood, yeah. Prince of Thieves and Robin Hood, Men's Heights. Yeah. But other than that, no. They seem fun. <laughs> Paul, why don't you cap us off with your tragic maker? For I'm going to go in the same but
4: slightly different direction. And uh basically, I think this movie suffers um from I think a lot of the jokes are just playing over the top. Mm. And now it, it 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 suffers in a way that I think the more recent Adam Sandler movies suffer. Mm. is that if you watch it it is funny there are jokes in it but a lot of it is over the top um you take uh the movie where he teamed up with uh Drew Barrymore in uh The Wedding Singer originally and then mm. uh more recently he teamed up he re-teamed up with her again in the movie Blended and mm. Blended there are more over the top jokes in it just like his other recent if they had toned it down I think it could be just as lovable and, and, um, Oh, I forget what other lovable adjective you want to put in there, um, (laughs) as the original and more liked and more well received by the public. And I think the movie would have been stronger for it. So a lot of these jokes that, that, uh, I, like we were mentioned, the certain, certain types of jokes and certain Mm -hmm. characters were over the top. I think a lot Mm -hmm. of that, if they just, they didn't have to make it serious like the movies it was based on, but kept the humor a lot of the humor in it that mm-hmm. wasn't so much, and I think the movie would have been better for it. So that's my tragic maker.
2: I could totally see that, yeah. Fair enough, guys. Oh my gosh, are we just gonna go through each and every one of them? Uh yes, well... that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm V I'm hilarious. Callin out there this is going I know be- we're talking
4: about airplane, but the jokes just went
2: oh, over yeah. the head. <laughs> my gosh! I know what? No, I can't tell. I can't figure out if I hate more that you guys are just like making these great jokes at my <laughs> expense, or that I'm not coming up with them at your expense. I just don't know which I hate more. You just <sighs> got to remember what just, Robert Stack, You
3: got to remember what Robert Stack told Lloyd Bridges. We are the joke. He said that? When did he say that? Not in the movie, it was. Oh, well, no, it was six. <laughs> They were yeah. having cocktails together. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my gosh, guys. Okay. Well, awesome. Now that we've entered all our tra- trajectories into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us?
1: Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready, on your mark.
2: Do we rate Airplane? Airplane! From 1980, a classic. We'd recommend anyone go and see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's worth your time to rewatch if you remember like liking it as a kid or a young adult or in whatever you've seen it in the past, it's worth your time to watch again or revisit. But if you've never seen it before, maybe just leave it alone, watch something else. Or do we rate it a tragic, no matter whether or not you've seen it before, don't seek out this movie if you have fond memories of it. Leave those memories intact in because rewatching it will sully them. So let's go around and start with our newest guest, D. Tungsten. What is your final reign for Airplane? Classic. Classic still, really? Yeah, yeah. That's like I I can't believe it. Why would it still be classic? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh very Truly good, very good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, no, I'm bo- serious. And don't <laughs> me surely.
3: What is your final rating? Um before you guys give your ratings, I just want to tell you both. Good luck. We're all counting on you.
2: Thank you.
4: Thank you. I appreciate
3: that.
2: Yeah. And also so Traverse is counting on us. I agree.
3: Also, quick shout out to Lee Bryant, who is the wife in this movie who we didn't really talk about. Uh she was the one that they were trying to settle down and they slap her and yeah. Shake oh, her really like crazy
1: rising. and all. That.
3: Oh yes, yeah. According to the IMDb trivia, she suggested that, and that was like the one this. thing they yes. improved. Brought... That's such a great scene, and I was actually that concerned because is... she got shaken yeah, so hard. Right? And so, and you know, I, I hope they is... didn't
4: really hit her, but it looked like they possibly could have. The second <laughs> it was, one did.
3: Uh, oh, was it
2: Nielsen's of the two. Yeah, it wasn't he? Wasn't trying to, but it did. It did. Oh, oh.
0: you know, that's so, another mystery about the thing is, is why didn't she get sick? Because she
4: had the fish. Did she have the fish? Yes. Maybe she passed out later because the captain was later. Maybe she ate it later. Oh no, yeah. no, no!
2: She vomited up all the eggs because apparently That's uh, right. the fish laid eggs in her Ew. mouth.
4: Oh, was
0: that
2: that her was that, her or was into that a a bird. the bird?
0: Yeah. Okay. And that was Who it. Then she was then she was cured. Yeah. yeah. That he really did that
2: magic trick. That was cool. I knew oh, yeah. how he was doing it. Like yes. she kept the same thing I was wondering mouth, why like? does
4: he do that? And then I said, Oh and then I noticed, oh, the eggs are keeping coming. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. She was a bit she Ola says she was a bit fishy herself. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, okay, so but so what is your final rating then, I'm So wait. So anyway,
3: my final rating. I am going to say classic as well. Oh, okay. Classic. This, well, like, in my like mind, in is prediction. one of, yes, it is one of the classic comedies of all time. And I think, uh, for me, any really? movie that I would say is a classic in its genre has to be a classic by the rating system. Of
4: oh, Cook that's a good point.
3: Podcast. And this
2: Sorry. is. What was, I missed that. You talked over him, Paul. I was saying he has a good point. Which was. Because, because I did. That. Yeah. What was your good point, Bobo?
3: My good point was a really excellent uh, statement that I made, Goodness. but that's not important now. <laughs> nice. I already forgot what it was, but anyway, uh, no. It was any move anything that's a classic in its genre should be a classic for the retro rewind podcast.
2: Oh God. Okay. Something like that. You. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for
3: clapping. and and this is absolutely uh, a classic comedy by any any definition mm-hmm. uh, if it's not a classic comedy in your mind i'm uh, i'm afraid for you because right. yeah
4: I,
2: I, i'm gonna have I to go know. ahead and disagree with you there <laughs> because so, uh bob is gonna be afraid of paul right now okay where is it paul you you predicted in the start of the final rain. <laughs> yeah um me
4: personally I wouldn't there's too much risque humor in this for me to uh personally recommend it to anybody. I, you mm-hmm. won't hear me say hey go check it out. Um but uh if you enjoyed it before chances are you'll enjoy it again and like we said there there is humor that you will like in here. Mm-hmm. So I I kept it at a nostalgic.
2: What's the matter okay. captain? <laughs> So I predicted classic because I remember liking this movie. But yeah, I guess in my old crotchiness, it's not as enjoyable as it once was. I feel like my memories were sullied by it. <clears throat> um but not to the point of that I would rate it tragic. It's I'd still say there's plenty of fun to be had in it. So but it's not to the level of say Spaceballs or Man in Tights where it's like, Oh man, I could just watch that again. I could watch that again. So I'd say it's going to be nostalgic for me as well. So my long sigh was because now
1: we have a time breaker. Oh, no. good.
2: We get to visit Francisco from the
4: future. Yes. Or so... who's even more crotchety and old.
2: <laughs> Francisco from the future. Uh, let's go to you and find out what our uh, awesome patrons at the Rewind Republic level uh, ended up voting to give us a final reign for this film. Francisco from the future. Take it away.
3: Yes, uh,
1: thank you, Francisco. From the past, uh, it seems like you traveled far, far into the future. I'm quite aged now, and uh, what was this you want to you know? The final rating for? Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Airplane. Yes. Okay. So let me bring up my holographic internet. Uh, it's quite fancy here in the future. Uh, so according to thanks to our patrons at the uh, Rewinder Republic level, they've voted that Airplane is nostalgic. So according to the Retro Rewind Podcast and our Rewinder Republic patrons, Airplane is a disputed nostalgic film. If you have uh, <clears throat> if you have seen it before, it's worth watching again, but if you've never seen it before, uh probably pass this one up. Uh back to you, my younger, youthful self. What? What?
2: wow i was not expecting to go that far in the future for this rain but thank you for from the future do you guys i'm i'm a little surprised that that was the final rain but what do you guys think
4: was that yeah i was at first but now i think about it it makes sense yeah yeah
3: okay that that really stings when you get that come back from that that's ow yeah watch out for those time
2: fluxes Mm. Yeah, that's it's weird. They snap back at you. Anyway, thank you <laughs> again thank uh, you again to our patrons for that final reign. But now it's time to get back to our own time, good old
1: 20XX. 20XX? Set
2: online. Receiving incoming
1: transmission. two hundred nine. now arriving gate 8. Gate 9. Gate 10.
2: Feels good to be back at gate infinity. Uh, <laughs> but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1980 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, who I believe are in the white zone. Uh, namely, <laughs> Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, Untold Podcasts, James Kennison, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Kronbitter, Pastor Deustin, Kenneth and Redeemed Otaku, Ryan Lingle. That's our Baba. Oh, he's right here. <gasps> Josh Jams. Hey, D. Tungsten. Oh, he's also right here. Andy Lewis. Jeff. Little Ronan, The Dapper Man Reviews. Tony from the Retro Days. In addition to eight other awesome, awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity... Head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to help us grow via Patreon, Subscribestar, or PayPal. This stream
1: is sponsored by com.
2: And while we're... um, I almost said it again. While we're supporting
4: our thankers. I don't know why (laughs) I say that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But while we are thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big airline hug to our guests for coming and supporting us with their thoughts about airplane the movie, tonight. So, like, let's go alphabetical order like I do. Let's start with Bobbo. Um, how can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on that people should know about?
3: Uh, No. <laughs> okay, excellent. <laughs> Actually, I'm, uh, you can find me on Twitter at That's Our Bobbo if you're into that kind of thing. It's uh, That's, yeah. Our Bobo, That's Our Bobbo or That's sour Bobbo if I'm in a bad mood, but, you know, mm. you'll figure out the spelling. Bobo. Bobo, by the way, is three B's, two O's, because there's just one Bobo. Nice. I've been waiting to pull that one out. And, wow! Uh, <laughs> Good. Yeah. Deal.
2: I like it.
4: That's about oh, it. Awesome. Thank Very you. Cool. And Drake, what's going on with you? How can people find you online, or is there anything um, cool you got going on?
0: Well, I do have that um, DS9 uh, review project. That uh, mm-hmm. you can find that at um, at uh, a s s e n d dot net.
1: Okay, um,
4: ascend. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: okay, it's sort of a you. pun.
4: Yes.
2: Oh, is it? What's it yeah. a pun on?
4: Yes, right it now, means cause... butts up. Yes.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Bobo.
2: <laughs> 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 Whatever. Okay, so continue Butts up with but, you. But but
0: yeah, it's 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 a, it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit crude, but. Okay. Uh, that's what it that's what it is awesome. um and you can go there and look at that i've got the first seasons already up there the whole oh, the well, whole cool. first season cool. done okay. awesome so
2: well thank you again so much to Bobo and d tungsten so awesome having you guys be on the show uh again and for the first time and a hearty thanks to those of you listening for the first time and of course all of you who are a part of our rad rewinder community you all who watch us live every week, whether we're recording this podcast or playing retro games, you're an amazing, amazing group of people helping sustain the pod. But if you want are looking for ways to get involved in growing this retro rewind endeavor, reach I mean out growing
4: to growing it large. Oh, sorry,
2: large large <laughs> uh, reach out to us on social media where we are at retro rewind pod pretty much everywhere. You could buy some of our merch, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Uh become a monthly patron, or simply just share your favorite episode of the podcast with a friend so that more people can enjoy the content of the Retro Rewind Pod.
1: I've got to concentrate. 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 Hello? 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 Echo?
2: Echo. Echo.
1: Pinch, hitting for, for Pedro Bone. Manny pitch. Moza. Mosa. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Great. <laughs> You've been listening to Rich or Rewind, com slash 228. Our review of Airplane with me, pauljpowers.com. Apparently I'm an EXO, so kisses and hugs are here if you're feeling executive lonely. Executive officer. Oh, executive officer. That too. Maybe that's how I found my way there. Anyway, you can find me online and all my social media links at
2: pauljpowers.com. To all you captains out there, this is what happens when you give the XO your salvo authority. Thank you for being (laughs) an amazing friend, Paul, for another fun voyage. Uh, I have been and continue to be the captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at FXRetro underscore, especially if you need a pixel artwork commissioned.
4: And we are honored to be part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Captain, we are on final approach
2: to base wherever that is
1: (laughs) that's good to know
2: xo and thank you all for listening we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play like a but like a pokemon we gotta catch you all for x2 x-men united our next episode of the retro rewind podcast
1: retro rewind mission complete proceed to that point omega and return
2: to base. Well, I'll give him another 20 minutes. But that's it.
1: Hey, do you know
2: what we can do with those extra minutes? Young Indiana Jones!
1: Then it is something that man was not meant to disturb. Trust me. Are you making this up as you go along? Yeah? Is right. Don't believe me. Will Doctor Jones? So should I come be- Those people are trying to kill us. I know, Dad. It's a new experience for me. It happens to me all the time.
2: Welcome, everyone, to our continuing reviews of each chapter of the Young Ian Jones Chronicles, our adventures of Young Ian Jones. I forget exactly what it's called. uh, the
4: adventures of young indiana jones we're not reviewing the original chronicles of young indiana jones at first aired we're reviewing the since then
2: remastered and put stitched together so the quote unquote adventures got it okay so and we're reviewing these uh episode by episode every month in between our uh, christmas reviews of the indiana jones movies all three of them three Mm -hmm. count them. Three of them, so uh, Paul, will you tell us what which episode did we watch this time uh, yeah. any, and any technicals about it all right, so we watched chapter
4: sixteen called Tales of the innocents, and basically this was um, uh, this was taken from the, mostly northern Italy it was a uh, an episode sorry called northern Italy June two thousand and eighteen but there was some of the episode called Morocco, November 1917 in it as well. Mm -hmm. But that was updated. So you want to tell us the plot in one sentence, if you can? I'll
2: I'll do my best. Uh, So uh, Indy is doing some double agent stuff, but mainly he's in a battle with Ernest Hemingway for the heart of this Italian girl. And then he uh, kisses a nurse to get as he's getting healed and gets shoved off to africa to then try to find who's smuggling weapons for the french army to someone else
4: in africa northern africa yeah that's pretty good thank that's you. impressive thank you
2: i almost forgot what happened in that second part there Then it came to me. <laughs> <laughs> why did you get to sleep on that or we'll talk about that later no i didn't sleep I didn't did you sleep watch it at 2x speed so uh, let's talk oh, about the Oh, you did, traitor.
3: I watched it at 0. 0.5 speed. There you just go. Just to spite you.
2: A real trooper to make up I for mean, lost time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just balancing out the universe. Thank you, Bobo. All right, so let's go around. And uh, just calling out that D-Tungsten, uh, we, it was my my bad. I didn't get the word out to him in time to watch this. But if you have any recollections of this, D-Tungsten, because you said you had watched this when it originally aired, feel free to chime in. But we're just gonna do like one thing we really liked about this episode as a whole, and one thing we didn't like about it as a whole. Let's start with Baba. What's something you did actually enjoy about either one part of this or both parts of uh, Tales of the Innocents
3: in Italy and Africa? I'll be playing the role of Ashley this week. Good. Okay. <laughs> um, wow, I didn't realize you hated it that much. <laughs> well, uh, I'll say I kind of liked in the second. Episode or second half, or whatever yeah. the second part of this thing was. Uh, I actually did feel some tension toward the end when he yes. said there's a different color of sand yes, in people's totally. boots. So I, was like, I was actually like, okay, I'm actually curious to see who's got it in their sphere. Mm-hmm. Awesome, that's it. Oh, wow, <laughs> I thought there's gonna be
2: more. Done. I, I will say, you know, that's pretty much mine is that in that second, I like half. that there were two different colors, sand. <laughs> <laughs> In that second half, there when he's like trying to get away from the, the dinner and he's like looking for like where are the guns and he has to go in the cave, it felt much more like Indiana Jones, yes, uh, Indiana Jones, like uh set piece or uh or, or element from like it would it belonged in it, felt like it belonged in Indiana Jones, As opposed yeah, to that so second much half of,
4: was much more Indiana Jones, yes, yeah, as That's, opposed to so
2: much of the other stuff. So I yeah. Quite. I mean, I guess him and the the woman. I I did not understand why he him and he was with the woman.
4: There was uh, a oh to escort her so yeah. that he could. It would believable that he it would. He they needed a reason for him to be there to find out how the guns were being smuggled. So he was there oh. as an escort. Um, a reasonable, believable reason for okay. for why he was okay. there was to be her escort as she was touring that area.
3: Yeah, because he was you. moving at regular speed, not two times speed.
4: Oh, <clears throat> that would explain why you missed
2: some things. <laughs> Paul, what didn't you miss, or what did you? Would you have missed if they didn't have this in oh. this episode? So
4: I really enjoyed seeing um, some recognizable people, especially in the first half with Jay Underwood, which he's the uh, the boy who could fly. And a so likable character. And
2: so that is Ernest Hemingway. That's who. That's yes, to be, right? yes. Okay. But he's also yes, the I,
4: non-likable character of Bug in uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck
2: is he also so, the boy who went, wore tennis shoes or the computer that wore tennis shoes? Is that the no,
4: same no. Oh, that okay. was that was um, Kurt, not Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, Kurt Russell.
2: Yeah, Kurt Russell.
4: Yeah. Was yes. The boy who wore tennis shoes. No way. The computer who wore tennis shoes. Yes. No,
2: no. That can't be right. i I must. Be, I must be thinking of something else then, because I know. Chronosal Unless you're
4: talking like a Disney Channel remake that I don't yeah, know. It yeah. Okay,
3: oh. couldn't up. be that's Disney.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoyed seeing Smee, following. Anakin's um uh, mother in that as the um the Italian mother of the of the woman they were trying to woo. Mm-hmm. Um from episode one, two, and yeah, yeah three, she was yeah. Who
2: so was that she, was fun who?
4: scene. Huh? Okay.
2: I, I didn't recognize her. Uh, I know what grandma you're talking about, I just didn't recognize her from anything.
4: Yeah, Star Wars episodes one, two, and three. Anakin's <laughs> mom.
2: In... Anakin. Uh... Oh, oh, oh! That the older wait the old grandma was Anakin's not the old mom? grandma. The mother. The mom. Ma- oh, okay, okay. I didn't. The, the okay. one who okay. dropped that the pasta on the floor.
3: Yeah, oh, okay.
4: thank you. Maybe bro. she moved by too quickly for you to actually see who it was because yeah, she maybe. needed to use a different
2: accent. Maybe, Paul. Oh, maybe. Okay. Oh, you know what? <laughs> So he is, so I don't think I saw this version. Kurt Russell was in a 1969 version of yes. the computer portent yep. issues. I yes. think I'm thinking of this 1995 version. Um, Nope, that's with Kurt Cameron. That's where you guys were getting confused. Okay, I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay. I guess I must Maybe be. you're thinking of
4: the, the infamous original Fantastic Four movie that was never officially released. No. Because he was Johnny I mean, Storm in that. I
2: have to track this down now because, no, this isn't it. This is like with, like, the uh uh guy from growing pains dad no something. that's oh yeah oh darn it there were three of them
4: <laughs> right? oh my gosh
1: there were several of them. I, I don't know what it's called not though. quite human
4: that's it oh not quite means, like, human that could be it which that's i would I mean? love to review because so i remember enjoying the... that as a kid that was disney channel yeah yeah yeah
2: but is that this yeah that is this guy yeah it's yeah, the underwood somebody. yeah yeah, yeah, okay, Janet, yes, exactly. See, I know I know what I'm talking about, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm talking about when we get to the things, when we talk about things we didn't like. Before, before we do that, uh, did Tungsten, talking about this episode, anything come to mind for you about this one? Do you think you saw it?
0: I think I did see it. It sounds vaguely familiar, but it's been, you know, 30 years or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and it would have been fun to have watched it because it's like the – you Know the project I'm doing with the DS9 stuff, yeah, although yeah. I've only watched, I only watched like the first couple of seasons of DS9 back in the day, I didn't watch the rest of it, so that's all oh. going to be new for me coming out. Also, up. the
4: Dominion Wars will be fun for you,
0: yes. The Dominion Wars, yeah. right? Yes, awesome. I haven't seen that bit yet. Okay. Um, but I did not know there was a Dominion War, but yeah, <laughs> I, I was aware of that, but I didn't, but I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, I have seen a few episodes here and there, like because I did see uh, the, the Trouble with Tribbles episode, which I don't remember what was titled, but you know the one where they go back i've seen that one for example okay sort of but the i don't want to get into i don't want to
4: get too we into loved the when there. young indiana jones when had trouble with tribbles
0: yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah so it's it, it would have been nice to see that um again trials and to...
4: tri- tribulation well, well yes, I'm, sorry.
2: The... I, I'm sorry i'm sorry to for failing it's... in that regard no um... that's my <laughs> fault it's it's my fault no it's my fault i'm the captain i have to take responsibility so it's my fault
1: but okay, i'm want curious. To.
2: What trouble did we have with this episode of Young, Young Indiana Jones? Let's start with Paul.
4: Um, basically, what you said before. I like the last half; it felt more Indiana Jonesy with uh, sneaking around. That first half, I felt were the again the zany adventures of um, the not Indiana Jones, but right. Uh, it was. I I know they were trying to be light but it it didn't seem um worth it and i missed hearing ah! the wilhelm scream <laughs> nice. i got to say that's pretty much mine as well oh I, I i will say one thing i was confused on in the first one when he was pretending to be the the one-armed soldier he was getting shot at um first of all why are they shooting at a a one-armed guy that they know is their their spy and then when he's bringing all the the people with him, who's shooting at them at that time?
3: How far did they go anyway? It looked like they mm-hmm. ran out of a hallway in some yeah. building and ran yeah, about I... twenty feet, and then they're exactly. all hugging each other.
4: Yeah, well, it was like a little hill, not much, but right. apparently there was gunfire from invisible people that we never saw or something.
2: I I don't have answers for you, Paul. Yeah. And... Similarly, I don't have an answer as to why it seemed like that episode was going to start out at least as like a a cool war episode where he's doing double agent stuff.
3: And this is
2: dumb. So dumb. Like, I I mean, I've mentioned before, I, I loathe love triangles. And Love Triangles in the context of this episode just made just all the worse. And I saw that it was Ernest Hemingway coming from a mile away. Right. Like, I saw it at the beginning and then it was like, Well, it's been a while, maybe it isn't.
4: Maybe it is this other guy that they had the picture of. Picture of yeah. And I'm like, Okay, at least it's not, you know, and, the boy who could fly. And then it turns out it is.
2: And it just irked me even more that it was neither of them. that she goes and marries someone. I'm like, Stop leading
4: yeah. these guys on. Stop. Well you know he doesn't end up with her anyway, so I
2: don't right. care. I then he I mean, I, I the throughout this episode, the the or this first half. Uh, speaking of Ashley, her her line, she said her. Uh, I think in the last episode, she said something that you didn't like his his constant womanizing. I'm like, I didn't like her her his constant womanizing. Oh, with uh, all the nurses, I understand getting kissed by the, the one nurses, nurse, but all the yeah, other yeah,
3: nurses giving yeah, oh, them oh, gifts oh, and stuff. So... What did she give him at the end? It looked like a little bag full of like his yeah, I food was probably probably or something. Like
2: food i don't know chocolate Something. chip cookies breadsticks from the olive Garden. i don't know
4: <laughs> <laughs> i will say oh that's another thing that i liked was the sentence. breadsticks. <laughs> yes <laughs> i love the breadsticks but it seemed like okay they they went. it looked like they really did go to venice for just what five minutes of transition yeah. right but I thought it was great the settings in it. At least it grounded it in yeah, somewhat I mean, that's reality. Yeah, I
2: always nice with these that they, yeah. uh, they are in location. I just wish the content of the episodes were worthy of traveling there. But I, I think Babo, yeah, that leaves you. What did you hate most about this episode?
3: I'll I'll just make a quick sidestep. The writer was Jonathan Hales, I believe, who also wrote mm-hmm. the screenplay for Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones.
4: Oh, that, well, that makes a lot of sense, because there was a lot of sand in both.
3: Yeah, I have here noted 1 minute 22 seconds. Jonathan Hales is now on my hate list. Um, <laughs> for anyone watching, anyone watching the live stream, these right here are my notes for Airplane. Uh-huh. These are all my notes from this thing. a. Oh full section and a half. Why did you devote so much to it? Alright, so
2: buckle
4: your seatbelts, Dorothy. I kept pausing it
3: out of all the frustration that was building up. Alright, here we go. I agree, the second second thing was definitely better than the first part. Mm -hmm. But as you said, Francisco, around the 32-minute mark where we find, quote-unquote, find out that Ernest is the other guy. Ernie. Mm. <laughs> Did we not all see that coming from a mile away? Exactly. I mean, that's just standard. Actually, I wrote here, standard sitcom pablum.
1: Right. He helps
3: his buddy right. out with this girl so he can beat the other guy. And then, what? You're the other guy? Yeah. Who could oh have seen gosh. that coming? And then it just proceeds to take about eight minutes of my life that I will never <laughs> get back. <laughs> Yeah. And when they go to sing and they throw like a shoe out the window, which I was actually entertained by briefly. Cause I thought the lady threw a cat at one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and it was just a shoe who throws a shoe, honestly, but <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm bored enough with this that I'm thinking, okay, if I'm writing this, where do I go with it? One of two oh, ways, okay. either okay. they fight to the death, which they're not mm-hmm. going to do. Yeah. Or option two, they decide we can't do this anymore. She'll have to pick between us. And then how do you get out of that? There's a third guy we never saw. And shocking, there's a third
4: guy. Yeah, yeah, one of the things that you need to do with this series is turn your brain off,
3: unfortunately. Unfortunately, I'm using it most of the time, so that's... Oh, man. But yeah, that was was pretty brutal. Mm. Honorable mention to when they get captured around the 58-minute mark by... Mm -hmm whoever captured them yeah and and the guy was very nasty to them he said you take my country by force you exploit my people you degrade my religion and you have nothing to say and they're like should we torture him with a thousand cuts and he says they're not worthy of so noble a death yes so it's like he's really entrenched in the idea that he's gonna kill these two and then they'll say well can i have a last cigarette and he's like oh yeah sure Absolutely. Yeah. Go right <laughs> ahead. Nothing could possibly go wrong. No. Like, just kill them already. Okay. Other honorable,
2: other honorable mention. They get away, and then somehow all the other people that were captured are on the horses, ready to go to escape with them. Wow, oh, that happened.
4: That brings up the
2: thing that I that I absolutely hate. We is, already
4: did your tragedy maker. but okay. No, Continue but on. you reminded me Let of that when they're chasing a group. They'll kill everybody but the bat, but the main star, and maybe yep. a, an inter- person that they've introduced,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and conveniently not cap- not kill them because we're going to capture them instead.
3: Yeah, so doesn't make silly. sense. Yeah, I'm also not excited because when that guy joined them in the second episode, I thought that was Paul F. Tompkins for a second. <laughs>
2: would he be alive? I guess he would be alive then, but he would have been very very young.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna
2: say. Uh, The Younger Adventures
4: adventures of Indiana Jones. Wow. (laughs)
2: Adventures of Paul F. Tompkins. All right. Well, that leaves us with we don't really do a final reign for these. But given if this were the only episode you'd seen, uh, would you continue watching uh, the series from this point forward? Uh, Bobbo, I imagine very much so. You definitely want to keep watching, right?
3: (laughs) You know, this may surprise you, but no.
1: <laughs> well done, I don't know. Well done. <laughs> paul how about you
4: um i've been so indoctrinated into these that i would absolutely keep watching it now i mean i maybe it's getting better maybe i i've i'm becoming the frog in the boiling water where i don't mind as much now uh, yeah. but i i definitely even if it was just the first one i would watch the next one hoping that it would be better you know and so it, the second one picked up and yeah, I would watch the next one.
2: I feel like I'd only watch it because I'm now committed. I just want to, I just want to finish the train wreck and hope yeah. that there's something, there's some salvageable bits in this. I did like honorable mention on the like list. He, they did a lot more, uh, a lot more uh, sort of future, future carrying, I guess I will say of him saying, oh, I want to be called Indy. Yeah, my friends call me Indy. And I'm named after the dog. And they did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Sort and now
4: I, I want to study archaeology.
2: Yes. <laughs> it's like, okay,
4: I'm glad you're finally yeah. getting around to this. But 16 was chapters into it. You finally
3: get into <laughs> it. <laughs> finally get the exposition we've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and by
4: uh, the way, the next episode or next chapter is called um, Masks of Evil, which take place in Istanbul and Transylvania. So that sounds
2: interesting. Oh, that does sound interesting, actually. Very cool. Okay, well, then uh, that definitely intrigues me, but I I feel like, uh, you know, 16 times bitten, all the more shy. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we'll... Uh, We'll wrap it up there. Uh, Thank you very much, Bobbo, D. Tungsten, and for you guys and Paul and myself, uh, we bid you all a whoop